0: Good afternoon. This is Dan once again here coming to the uh, coming to you from the um, studio. Yeah, you can drink mm-hmm. at the studio of DTM Enterprises out here in my wood shop. Uh we got another couple we got another great guest in today. Uh you're listening to the Spiritual Underground podcast. I didn't say that out of the gates. Uh Jeremy is here with us today going to uh tell his story. I'm completely jacked to hear that. I really uh I dig your energy. I do. I, you know, I walk this path today, man, and I get to meet these souls and it's a different level thing today than what it used to be, you know. Most time in the past what I did is I was scared of you, right? Yeah. You know, I put this wall up and I was like, "Who, what is he <laughs> going to do to hurt me?" Yeah. Or her, him, whatever. And uh today I'm not. Today I could be open and like say, "Hey, you know, uh hug when we meet, you know, and, yeah. and and get to know one another, make these connections." So uh excited for that. Do my normal little plugs uh spiritual you can see show notes you can see pictures of the people who were on here there's also a contact me page where you can uh if you're interested in being on the podcast or if you're struggling with some kind of addiction or something like that and you want more information i'm a pretty available guy and that's part of my 12-step work is to make myself available help others if that's if that's where my uh higher power wants me today um Christopher Cohn has that book we've been talking about, 12 Step Spiritual Recovery. It is out on Amazon. We've been had a third meeting on Thursday night. We're uh, up in the 30 or so people every time and uh, new people are coming in who haven't been exposed to 12 Step Philosophy and that's pretty cool. So uh, that's uh, 12 Step Spiritual Recovery, Christopher Cohn on Amazon. And finally, the music you've been hearing around this uh, around this podcast, uh, intro music and, and been playing a full song at the end. If you stick around and listen to it And actually one of them coming up You want to stick around and listen to Because I uh, tell a little bit about How they wrote, this st- wrote the song So a uh, little, little extra tease If you'll hang around to the very end On those podcasts uh, are, is, those, those songs are You've heard Jesse uh, Simpson I'll just go ahead and he's allowed me To give his first and last name has uh, Had his intro music around The last podcast his, And uh, he's a producer on Darren Frank's music And you've heard him uh, he was also in studio a couple weeks ago and played the guitar for me across the table here. So you'll see, hear more of his music. So enough of the commercials. Uh, today we also have guests in the studio, which I also like because I like that combined energy. You know, it's just, uh more people we have around, man, the more of that human connection energy mm-hmm. pulsing around the room. Uh, Robin's here and Krista. And you uh Krista's story will be released today. This is uh, Sunday, May, March the 31st, I think is today. Uh so uh, here in just a little while, when we get this one wrapped up, I will be putting her brought, putting hers out on the podcast. So tune in for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jeremy, how you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? I am awesome. I'm always juiced up, I, and this does it's just like this elevates my energy level every time I sit down here. And then I like have a a come down period after it's over with
1: too. You know, where I walk out of here and I'm like, zzz, my energy's just like on fire. Well, your voice is very uh, calming. You, you've definitely. Tapped into a call, a well, calling. Thank you. Yeah,
0: I'd have never thought that. You know, I get teased a lot about some accents. See, I can't hear it, but everybody else seems to be able to hear it. Now, I went down <laughs> to Tennessee, down to Red River Gorge in Kentucky last week uh, with my kids at spring break. Now, those guys had accents. You know, uh, I get asked all the whole time where I'm from. I'm like, I'm from New Albany. I'm not <laughs> uh, so we usually start man we uh to me and this is kind of a test question sometimes that i'll use like with certain people if i'm bouncing around I, you run into somebody you ain't seen in a while you know mm-hmm. and uh if you ask them their sobriety date and they st- two questions sobriety date and they go they stumble because i know my sobriety date. yeah my god i know it's an important date to me also another <laughs> thing is ask a person what who their sponsor is if they stumble on that too you know it's like uh and i probably it's probably not fair to actually be testing people but i do it anyway <laughs> <laughs>
1: well i'm glad i have a sponsor now yeah yeah
0: so i'm not yeah. going to ask that person's yeah, name no. but i will ask you for your sobriety date and we'll just get to taking off on uh
1: wherever you want to start okay well i'm jeremy i'm an alcoholic All right. um my sobriety date is february 20th 2015 You made me nervous. I was like, "What is it?" Do you say say one more time? (laughs) Because I would lie about that. January, February, February twentieth, twenty fifteen. Yeah, mine's uh, January twenty fifteen. So oh, is it together? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, I guess it's a little PTSD because I would lie about it. I never really had one. I've I've never had any um, recovery until now. Honestly, I've had dry time, uh, but now truly, I'm in. I've recovered. From a hopeless state of mind, um, I guess where I would uh, start. Um, it's important for me to talk about my childhood and um, I agree wholeheartedly. You know where I came from. I came from a very loving family uh, with a long line of alcoholics. Um, that, but I didn't really, I didn't understand what that was or what it meant um and nor really was it a problem it just was so um so for lack of a better word just around that it just looked like everyone was having fun and that was just what you do when you get a little older yeah you know yeah beginning to get normalized right yeah, out of the gate it just five, seemed like thing. everybody was and there was the occasional my aunt pulling a knife on my grandmother <laughs> for not letting her drive yeah you know Things have been like normal
2: kind of stuff, yeah. Just normal of 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 stuff, yeah, just normal nice stuff. and stuff like that.
1: Like, come on, dad and my stepmom would be, you know, come on, let's, let's go. It'd be Christmas, and that would happen. And well, we're going <laughs> home now, okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll just wait for Santa. Don't forget, yeah, you know, where's my presents exactly. And um, so, I've actually never shared those parts before, um, but you know, I um, grew up with let's see my parents divorced when i was three years old hmm. that's a big deal for me um because they separated and um my dad always had like isms but not the he could use and not he could put it down you know um but he was angry he was very angry and uh my mom was a runner and um so when I my mom left with me, my dad just kind of made it very difficult for her to, I guess, do what she wanted to do and and have me with her at that time too. So, she was just just gave me to my dad, and I I went on living with him and seeing my mom on the weekends, and I uh, oh, just grew up, uh, even from a young age, missing her, hmm. and um, I didn't know I was different at that point too but but you know I share all this because of the anxiety and the I I truly believe that I was born an alcoholic yeah me too and um everything that happened in life just kind of padded me needing a fucking drink real early (laughs) you know and um and so anyway what, what happened was that I grew up in this um angry um bitter household even though there was love there was bitterness and then in a sense of abandonment from my mother because she wouldn't fight for me or whatever i thought that she should be doing for me yeah and um an issue loving mother to this day has her own uh, isms and alcoholisms and all the other isms in in the world but um she um i'm trying to so what happened was, I, I, you know, I just invariably uh, got a little older. My dad married a woman who had a, 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 a son who was 10 months older than me. We were very different. I grew up on one side of the tracks, and then my mom was on the other, hmm. basically. So I, that kind of fed a, I'm better than you, and I'm not good enough for you. Uh, you know, the, the uh, what is that um, term? The uh, egomaniac with an the inferiority upper, complex. Right, yeah. And I love recovery because I can look back and see that that's what I was doing. Right. To, you know, that's how I felt all the time, and um, and on top of that being gay or, n- I didn't even know I was gay. I was just always different. Yeah. And I lived in Oklahoma. And, <laughs> and why do you like, talk like that? Why do you act like that? I grew up in in the eighties, late eighties and nineties was were my teenage, my formative years. Yep. And so, you know, in Oklahoma too. So it was just um. <laughs> that you know constantly like not knowing what was wrong with me you know and really what it was i was an alcoholic and gay <laughs> you yeah, know right. a couple, yeah. double couple uh, double double whammy you know um and you felt I, like it was a wrong it was I mean, all, I like was you just said wrong. you used the
0: word what's wrong with me yeah, the fact was, of the matter is it's probably the fact that there's nothing wrong with you but it oh, felt right. that way it you did. know it kept and
1: me separated because i felt exactly because wrong. My, my feelings yeah, yeah. And, you know, I would reach out to uh, my dad about it, or my mom. My mom was always really cool with whatever. And uh, um, I do want to back up a little bit with the anxiety piece. Like, I also would have, my mom would bring, I was a child, and I would, um, if my mom wasn't there at 5 o'clock to pick me up, I couldn't go. So I was, as a child, nervous and had the shits as a kid, like, ner- you know, scared to death. Yeah. Then my mom wasn't gonna come, or if, or if we were late coming home, I was gonna get an ass whooping, and I couldn't have gifts from my mom's house at my dad's house, and they would shit talk her. And I just, it was a whirlwind for me, and I just was very nervous. And on top of that, I would go to school, and kids would make fun of me. I still had friends, but it was always, I was just stressed out all the time. And then I, you know, I I got a little older and, um, I guess I was like 15, no, I was, it was a week before my 15th birthday, um, I discovered alcohol and it was, I drank three, um, Bud Lights, no, they were Bud Blasters, and I was folded, I loved it, it was amazing. And I had good friends at that time, um, But they introduced me to that, which is neither here nor there. Right. Um,
0: Yeah. yeah, Probably in a similar kind of manner. You know, they don't know what they're walking into either. We didn't. Well, the
1: funny uh, thing is, I would be mad at them. They would smoke pot, and I would be like, you all are losers. You're dope smokers. You're potheads. Yeah. We're looking, you know. Um, but, or junkie nonetheless. Can we talk about that? Yeah, you can talk okay. about
0: anything, man. We have no right. rules
1: here. Okay, good. So, um,
0: this is about, you know, I would say, like, my, the, the definition of recovery I was given was to rega- reclaim what was st- lost or stolen, which to me is recovering mm-hmm. my actual spirit. Yes. All the substance, like we say, all the substance, all that other stuff, where if you're eating, sex, drinking, doping, you know, all that's the symptoms right and the core issue is something completely yeah. different and we we got to hide in these certain rooms say like i have this visualization as you're coming to me like i'm like saint peter at the gate or something let's just pretend you come up and you need help you know i go so what was your deal and you say well i drank too much i said well all right you go down to room 311 <laughs> The next guy comes up heroin Oh, just heroin or did you drink too? You know because I need to know that before I send you to what room you get to go to yes well we, we need to come together here and understand that that's all just the crap that's laid on top of mm-hmm. our real problem our real problem is this spiritual malady. yes that we're doing so yeah you can talk about it.
1: good Anything? yeah I I I, someone spoke about uh, debtors anonymous the other day and yeah I can relate to that you know there was a lot li- um there's just a, it's all they're all symptomatic of yep. problem which is in me you know um
0: yeah, that's, I'm still
1: paying off my wreckage
0: of my past from <laughs> yeah. that, you know. Here, that's my biggest amend that I still got undone is getting all them
1: damn bills paid that I mm-hmm. rang up all those years. That isn't a major amend, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, had that first drink, and... I think that's important to talk about. It, it, I remember it very vividly. I remember someone saying, too, in the rooms that you, an alcoholic like people that aren't alcoholic don't remember their first drunk. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's just <laughs> always something that stuck me because I remember and yeah. I remember down to the T the how I felt and, um, and didn't think it was a problem, you know, but I also, I, I think part of my, my isms are, I like to get away with shit, you know, I want to, I want to get thing, you know, get things undeservedly or, um, you know, just get away with stuff. And that was something I could get away with. Yeah. Sneaking out of the house out of my controlling parents' house and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I didn't see it as a problem, you know, but I was 15 years old. Wait, living for the weekends. Yeah. Which continued all the way until I turned 35, 36 years old. I'm 40 now, you know, and, um, TGIF started early. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's my gift. (laughs) I get to, I get to throw down, and, um, you know, so that just carried on um, into, until I was about, uh, well, for a good year of that. And then I turned 16 and started driving. Uh, I did really well in school always and um, ended uh-huh. up in a, good, in a good crowd. And the students or the people that I was friends with wanted to do well in school. And really, we just wanted to get the fuck out of Oklahoma, <laughs> you know. And so, but and at that point, I... I got a girlfriend who I just had brunch with today. Oh yeah, um, she. We were together for four years, so wow. it was always like filling a hole, whether it was the alcohol on the weekends, to uh, giving in to you know, uh, anger s episodes, angry episodes of beating my own car with a baseball bat. You know, just something to make me feel different. If you know the all that, and um, and then so when I was with her for the four years all through high school. That we would smoke pot, you know and drink occasionally, but it was i had it was her, I had her, and that was something to make me feel okay and um and so that went on and and you know um there wasn't really any like chemical problems, things like that chemical using uh trying to escape there was no escapism is what i'm trying to say um and then you know the whole graduating high school and experimentation with other people and that's a whole other issue but um then i realized okay i need to get honest and and come out of the closet well at that point and i am good there's a reason for this um at that point I had lost someone who I had really trusted, who loved me unconditionally, who was unconditionally, and who was a really sweet, beautiful person and soul on this earth. Who, well, that's why we're still friends. And um, and I took that. I was hurt by that relationship, and then ended up um, coming out and, and getting involved in. You know, it was a whole new world in the gay culture. There was a lot of like promiscuity and um you couldn't you know shared partners and all this stuff that i just was like what the hell no that's not me you Mm. know um and but i'm okay so i guess i better get used to it and on top of all that was drug use and i always um had fear behind cocaine and uh, you know that seemed to be like the bad thing for me Mm -hmm. like oh my god it's coke it's you know and so i would do like ecstasy and and things like that and um and and started i mean i loved it and then once i did coke it was like balls to the wall like i i thought well i've done that so nothing can scare me now and then it came got into like you know ketamine and GHB. and then i started falling out and in, ending up intubated oh well wow. in hospitals and yeah. um having car- cardiac arrest and nearly dying and to me that was just part of the lifestyle you know i thought well <laughs> that's funny you know having to be revived in the shower and things like that and then i got involved in another messed up relationship um controlling and um heavily drug fueled now i didn't realize there was any addiction or <laughs> alcoholism going on i just thought we had a little problem that we needed to fix And he was worse than me, so of course, I'm the victim here, you know. And there was a lot of physical abuse there, on both sides. I mean, we, I mean, yeah, it was just, it was just really bad. Uh, Yeah. Any, I don't. Anyway, um, I remember he was the first person ever. Like, I can't say that he backhanded me. We'll say that. And I, you know, I was like, "Oh my God, really? This is what it's come to," you know. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um. And then I, and then with that, you know, there were suicide attempts, slitting my wrist. Yeah. U of L stays, um, and psych ward and U of L, and um, overdosing and taking my antidepressants as a uh, for attention seeking or just get me out of here, you know. Um, and then that. Once I had slipped my wrist and scared the shit out of the guy, he was gone, which was good. I it, it was a, a blessing, um, and but then at that point I had tried meth, crystal meth, and um, and then that's I don't even know where that went, honestly. Other than it was another way of I guess I'll just do this, you know, and and it was a different kind of lifestyle, and I didn't like staying up all night, and I didn't like.
2: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean like that to me I really was, liked the meth but I didn't like staying up all night it was like I could have <laughs> right how messed up is that when you say it out loud yeah, I heard it <laughs> you know yeah. that's insanity I'd like to Absolutely, but can we just Absolutely. can I go to sleep when I want to <laughs> well <laughs> then you know I would do that and drink and smoke pot a lot of pot smoking a lot of drinking and it could help afforded me to drink more yeah and I also am a Jekyll and Hyde, as it isn't says in the book. You know, I, I'm so I'm a nice person. You would think I was the sweetest thing, and I'm Henry. Right. Yeah. Even sober, I I have to work on that. The you
0: masks know masks we wear, you know that. Yes,
1: yes. Today's the show today. So, um, you know, and then I, I started. I was tired of that, but it was like, it was my way of life. And that's why I did hair and you just kind of party and everything's a party. Live for the weekend. Then that rolled over into the week and that was just hard. So I'd try to quit and all that stuff. And then uh, someone offered me a painkiller, one of my clients. And I thought, Oh, well I can stay up or I can go to sleep on this. And plus, you know, it's, Prescribed by a doctor, not to me.
0: Yeah, But it's feels safe. But but yeah, like I it's know it's regulated. It is. When it says ten milligrams, it mm-hmm. really is. You know.
1: Yeah, it's you know so okay because it was that's the problem. It's what the 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 substance was the problem. I just had to find the right one. Yeah, because I certainly couldn't see at that point not having any. Uh, but but at least. I could go without something at that point, and then I got into opiates, and no one ever told me about like uh, withdrawal and all that kind of jazz. Like, uh, you know, I would have withdrawal; I'd have a hangover from drinking, or I would have withdrawal from being up for a night or two, and then sleep and, of course, eat or whatever a ton, Um, but never was I physically sick and and. At that point, when I first experienced withdrawal, it was that anxiety had come back full force, which had been being masked by all that opiate use and um, drinking and things like that for a long time. I hadn't had any anxiety because I had that stuff, and yeah. then when it came back, you were heavily medicated. I was like, "Oh my God, what am I gonna What am I gonna do?" I was scared to death because uh, I was truly tra- I felt truly tra- uh, trapped. But I didn't really see a way out, and AA. I, one of my closest friends now is a, a, she. She was has always been in an AA, and I never even knew it <laughs> because I was so self centered and in my craziness, and so um, it just got worse and worse. And that withdrawal from alcohol or from uh, opi- op- op- bleh, opiates uh, threw in my what I call my liquid alcoholism, like I needed something to take the edge off. So when I didn't have that, then the day drinking came. Yeah. And and it got bad real quick. You know, I was
0: like, "It's I got this this vision of like a, this amateur chemist kind of thing. I'm trying to get all those levels just right, you know. And if you didn't have enough of this, then you need to put in a little more of that. <sighs> and and it's a job, yeah. And it was a constant balance. Mm-hmm. You know, and a uh, would always put was the thing that would allow me to go to sleep. Yes, you know. So yes. yeah. So then I get to that spot, <laughs> that I'm like, okay, now I need to stop. You know, put the brakes on this shit. You know, well, do smoke a little dope
2: things that mm-hmm. had to bring you
0: down you know or when you get really you know i'm too drunk i need some cocaine you know because i got to make it through to this thing mm-hmm. that's going on tonight you know you're just always balancing these levels You're yeah. never finding that
2: now the thing it is you know
0: there was those little pieces you know and that's what i remember that's what my brain tells me that's what my disease tells me is those little 15 minute periods when everything was just perfect you know <laughs> yeah, right. on a tuesday night in may in 1922 or what <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one I, that 15 minutes is the one that I'm still after, you know. Right. I'm still chasing that right. Uh But I've come to the other day was talking about somebody. You know, that's what I find it in recovery is that I can get that sweet spot in my life today, clean and sober, mm-hmm. by connecting with these other humans and doing this it's thing amazing. here, you know. And then I can get this buzz It's that's, that's good. It's got no hangover in it. You know, I can get to those sweet spots, and I don't, like, crave them for, you know. I'm not, like, scratching at it for 10 days after it's gone either. You know. yeah. And yeah. Just, Keep on taking a step at a time and, and it'll come back again.
1: You know what's funny about you saying that is that um if you like in the past, I would be like, oh my God, these people are fucked up. You know what I mean? They're just using AA instead of drugs, which is now it's like the, what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. But and sometimes I don't want to say but and sometimes I try to figure out why it works the way it does, mm. but it. We just don't know, it just does. Because I feel the same way about getting those those highs. It's just like, I, I, I was doing a step study the other day about uh, how has the third step uh, of helped me, basically how has it changed my behaviors, things of that nature. And for me, it's like, I get high on the the, the ability to breathe, to be able to breathe and be like, and, you know, yeah. to handle situations that would normally wear me out, or I'd love to make it wear me out so I can have a drink, Yeah, you know. um, And I, I love that. I love that about AA. And I never would have thought it possible.
0: Yeah. Because the fact is, if I couldn't find something to replace what that was, I'm going to go back to it, mm-hmm. even though it's faulty, <laughs> you know. And I know that, and I can rationalize the shit out of that, that that doesn't work. hmm uh you know i've done it and the reason i know that is because i've done that i've got some recovery under under my belt put my tools down watch the vacuum happen you have and go back out because of it and i hear your guys stories you know everybody else you know we got some people that come in and get sober and stay that way but not very many of us do that (laughs) gotta you
1: gotta learn the hard way
0: yeah we do we have to (laughs) learn the hard way you know i'm not until i can see that history of what it did to me uh You know, the first time around, I thought I could do that. I thought, you know, well, fuck, I'm special. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, the rest of you guys can't do this, but see,
0: I can do that thing where I can lay. uh, Robin said, I've I've been using this a few times the back problems. You know, I got my car back, my job back, my life back, all this (laughs) kind of stuff. I started getting this stuff back (laughs) and I stopped working the program. And I thought that I was above the rest of you guys and I'd be able to handle that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, wrong. Yeah. So
0: I watch people now, so that actually gives me some sight, some vision today. When I watch somebody getting something back, I got a buddy now getting something back, and I'm like, hmm, okay, let's keep our thumb on that pulse and mm-hmm. and, and let's stay in communication, and you know, doesn't have to derail you, mm-hmm. but, right? But, but but I've been on that
1: path, so I know what that path looks like. Well, I think that to me is, um, why well, it's important to do things that are uncomfortable because I'm a ham, but I just do not like. Being like in this position right now, like not not that about the vulnerability vulnerability, but but a, I'm looking stupid, I guess.
0: Oh yeah, um, I cannot tolerate that. Yeah, right. But Damn, at the I'll same time like, time, like,
1: i'll do it? Like, I will do it if I have to because because it, it got bad for me and like you said earlier about the um. Basically, your spirit—what I call it—is my—I I raped my own spirit, really, yeah, yeah. and uh, it was gone. I mean, it was gone at the end, and uh, but I didn't really. I mean, I guess I didn't. I wanted to kill myself, but I didn't because I've had faith, and I know now it was God telling me, "You can do this. You just have to take some direction." But but it it, it was bad, and I was bankrupt, you know, at the end. Yeah. And um, and I like it, it. It does restore your spirit. And a lot of times, like I even, like God, I can't believe driving over here. Like I was thinking that was twenty years ago almost, and I, and it feels like yesterday. I feel like a kid, except for when I have back problems.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for real. You know what I mean. Um, but that's part of like the recovered state of mind for me and body. Is being able to be appreciative for where I'm at today, and um, looking at those dark moments, and most of the, I laugh most. I mean, Robin knows I we laugh our asses off about yeah. the sick shit because you better for me. I better laugh about it. Yeah, you know because it did get dark. Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: You know and I got to have some fun. You know that's that's part of it. You know I mean that's what I see. That's the thing I didn't expect to see when I came in the rooms was these smiling faces. Mm-hmm. That is certainly one of my biggest surprises I remember is seeing these people laughing about themselves and telling their stories uh, and seeing that. And mm-hmm. uh, like, I like people say there's no rules in AA. I stole this from Scott Lee. He's I one of the speakers, one of my very favorite speakers. I probably shouldn't say his last name, but he does. Uh, he says, uh, there's no rules in AA, but here's one it says we absolutely insist upon having fun mm. oh nice yeah yeah uh, and and i do i'm having i really do i'm having a blast in recovery it's just almost i say sometimes it's almost not fair and what i want to tell myself is i don't deserve it right uh-huh. but but i know better than that today is that uh my uh that's me i didn't push my little button and <laughs> do not disturb this Eye i f- thing this eye monster uh That deserve every bit of this. We call it the juice in our circles. That's just the generic the juice. term juice. So, like if you would say something and you know you share something with me, uh, that's cool. You know that I'll, I'll, my response would be juice. Yeah. You know we say tell me a juicy story. I'm sharing the juice. We always yeah. have these things, so we just call it juice for a word of this life. For some people, like the piranha. Is like the Eastern thing comes out of the yogi, the mm-hmm. yogi kind of stuff. Is prana is the life energy that flows through us. We stole the word juice for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and,
0: uh, and 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 I have so much juice in my life today that I don't need that other stuff anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? Yes, I'm having a blast doing this. I mean, like these podcasts, man. I mean, this is fun, right? I mean, uh-huh. yeah, you said you're nervous when you first sat down, right? But then once we get going, oh it yeah. becomes actually fun, you know. And it's like, yeah, hey, this is cool, you know. And it's actually towards the end you're kind of going all right, well, what else can we talk about? You know, you don't want it to end. Same kind of thing. You know, when good stuff is coming to an end, you don't want it to stop, right? Right. get to fill that void in my life today with all this cool stuff.
1: You know, and luckily, luckily, and I've shared this with Robin before, too, like with my job, I see a lot of people, and I'm able, because I'm an open book about it, and a lot of my clients have seen me in the madness, what I call it. Yeah. And, um, and I get to share that all the time with people and it's not just alcoholics it's anybody dealing with life issues and um, just in general and I get to put what I've learned is I get to be an asset not a liability yeah Um, which that's pretty cool to me yeah
0: because all I did was walk around took 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 took
1: that's what Mm -hmm. I did you know, and, and, and but in order to admit just, that I was really nice and I'm not selfish at all. Yeah. But whatever whatever you have, you know.
0: Yeah. And when I came to your house, your medicine cabinet was empty when I left. Oh absolutely. And, and, yeah. So not only did I just take take take, I actually stole from you and I actually took your stuff. Uh and today I get to turn it back, you know. And I actually feel that indebtedness to the universe. That now I like to have an extra mile to go. Mm-hmm. You know, in my giving, in my way to do what like you like. I like think of that gift, you know, that the matter, I don't know, how many people do you see in a week? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, and, and, you uh, know, you know that, that that role of how many 50. people you get exposed to. Right. And it, to be and able the, to the actually be the. It is getting, there. Yeah. And to be that lighthouse kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's I think that's what we're called to do through the 12 steps is mm-hmm. to be giving this thing back. And you get to be able to you know, you received a gift. And now you're in a position where you get to like pour it on people as they come walking by you. You don't mm-hmm. have to go after them, they right? Come to you,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that is that's it is a gift. It's awesome. Sometimes it wears me out at the end. Yeah, yeah. It, not even the that, that, but it's just okay. My cup's empty, and it's yeah, time yeah. To yes, we you have to take it, care of you. you no, doubt. No. absolutely. No. But they're not coming for to uh, an yeah. empty well for water. So
0: that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> So when, uh, as we was walking down this and we kind of get, that's that's the cool thing about this interview style Mm -hmm. It's like, we get to where, like what happened to you that ended up, uh, creating your bottom. Okay. Um, or if you got something else on Oh
1: no, no, that's good. Um, I sounded
0: like we were getting really close to that. We were there. We're there.
1: (laughs) You know, I, uh, I'm trying to think what, I guess I just, you know, didn't want to surrender, you know? Even though it was bad with, with all the, the pills and Santa, any, whatever, pills, drugs, alcohol, all that, I just had resigned to myself that that's the way it was. Right, yeah. I remember that
0: time, too. Man you know, and this is going, it. Dan, this is you.
1: Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really, you know, it just was what it was. And um, looking back, it was just kind of. Uh, me being blocked off to my spirit to spirituality and having these, um, well, resentments against organized religion, which really I created, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, because now I don't. Uh, uh, and, but like I said, it was just that was what I knew, and I didn't. I was scared of change, and I, um, uh, but I was coming to ch- something was going to change, you know, and and what had in, invariably happened is I started at, at the age of 27, uh, which is, you know, like the 27 That's the club, age. The know, age. It was. It was. That's when shit got real. Yeah. Uh, and all those people was, died, too. They did. Kirk
0: bang Jeremy Hendrix
1: Yes. I mean, how many? who else? There was like... Uh, Janice Joplin. That's the name was, was coming that up. chick with the big hair. Uh, I don't Amy Winehouse. Yes. Uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah. You know, yeah, lots of them. Yeah. And... Um, so I, you know, and I'd had plenty of ominous warnings, plenty, you know, um, but when I started going into treatment, which were, I call microwave treatments, I went to, um, you know, of course the IOP and would figure, I'm like, please don't make me pee. You know, I don't want to have to pee and get popped, you know, pop dirty on these tests or whatever, these drug tests. And there were, you know, um, I would do those and then drop out. And I did it just to get my job back and to detox and get back to what I wanted to do. So I'd get some color back in my face and get everybody back on my side um, and get get just you know a couple dollars because you know I made good money and then I'd do okay well we'll go right back because I couldn't get I couldn't first of all get through the anxiety and the, the. I I just didn't want to surrender at the end of the day. Like, I just didn't want to surrender. And um, with those places, I just didn't... I wasn't listening. Um, So I continued to do what I do. And um, it just got worse. And my body just wouldn't allow me to... You know, the drinking in the morning was the main thing. that, And I'm grateful for that now because that's what really threw me over the edge because I could not function. And uh, at this, so I was in and out of the Our Our Lady of Peace and the Brook and loved it, loved going to Our Lady of Peace. You know, PRN medication, they feed you you to order a little nasty chicken sandwich, but it was good and everybody's crazy and you find a couple girls in there that like you and you laugh and act like everything's okay. And yeah. then you go rolling in you' insane asylum, but yes, we're and in fun. A, yeah and we're having fun <laughs> shuffling through the hallway in our padded socks, yeah. <laughs> and then I'd go home and be with me again and not pick up any tools and uh and so you know it it, it would that would be what would happen, and it, would, it just became a, a circle and so detox, 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 our lady of peace, the brook, all that stuff over and over, well, then insurance still gets tired of that, yeah, and um. I had lost, you know, given up my place, my house I was renting, and had no more job, and my dad had taken me in, and he kicked me out, and uh, then I ended up with a friend of mine, and she kicked me out, and um, one night drunk, and I, 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 an officer, a police officer, said, you can either go to jail, or you can go to the healing, uh, healing place, and I went to the healing place, Mm. and, um, I was like, oh no, 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 no. I'm not I'm not going here. You know. It was just um that that well, once again that whole egomaniac with an inferiority complex. Now I'll go here. But I'm not going here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I but I did detox I like and My detoxes were really bad. I couldn't hold a glass. I couldn't take a drink of anything. It's so people had to help me at that point. I was vomiting blood. I bled from every orifice at that point. I I really feel like I would have probably had an esophageal bleed had I kept drinking. Um, Cause I, I just, it, and I drank that heaven hill straight off the shelf, Yeah. you know, just, Oh, and throw up that first shot and then get them just to get primed me. I called it my primer. Yeah. You know, just sick that primed it. And I'd get that next one in. I was oh, all right. I can handle. It. Okay, I got one down. I got it now and then. But I but I did that that healing place and uh, went through there and um, still didn't get with the, you know my higher power. And I lied. Was lying about sneaking drugs in there. You know, I was lying about everything. I wasn't being honest. And to me, like the honesty and. The, the willingness are major keys of course uh, the open-mindedness too but um i was lying and lying about a sponsor i mean i had one but not uh one proper i guess yeah. but well i didn't use They had one
0: wanted the list and on file yeah this one yeah.
1: you know so if you were to ask me in this interview I'm, oh yeah, yeah i got i got that yeah so you all would think i had it together and then i get out and if, i mean the first night out in my own apartment again job back family back all that i'm wasted you know that went on for 4 years of misery wow. yeah uh which turned in you know of course went back to the pills and the um opana and then there was no mo- no more of those and then someone offered me heroin and luckily I didn't ever get in the needle cuz I think that's a whole other um that would have been hard too to get off of <laughs> hard that would have made things harder up you like it's but worth. um you know and and watched a lot of friends die um and um, but I just, that's once again, I was like, guess this is what I had to do. But in the back of my mind, it was, I could go back to the, okay, the healing place, but fuck that, you know, I did not want to go back there. Even though I had the best time, the best sleep <laughs> met the best people. I had a support group. I just did not use them. Yeah. And, uh, cause I want to do what I want to do. And, um kind of like i want to hear a little bit like there's a safety valve
0: out there so that makes me safe here you know because that's still here it was yes yes i got that if i need it i don't want it (laughs) i don't want to go there but you know that's kind of like almost a comforting thing you know it says i don't want it so that'll keep me on the straight you know Mm -hmm. that keep me somewhat shit here yeah Be able to manage this stuff because i don't want to go there
1: but if things get really bad i got this still which sounds like it's like it's kind of fucked up no yeah, well, it's
0: I, really fucked up <laughs> it is
1: but in the same breath i'm so grateful because yeah. i would there's no, would i would have never been able to do it if somebody didn't sit my ass down yeah you know um because until i it, when i ran out of safety valves is when i had to finally do something different mm-hmm. when i still had and then that things. was it that was it was yeah. i had that safety valve but that was it and that was going to take some work that you know yeah, because I knew if I went back, I'm gonna have to do this. Yeah, damn. Because they don't play too much there either. They don't. And and you know, I had done it before, and I just you know I wasn't gonna go back. And the funny thing is, is I ended up back there, and um, was I had my ass handed to me. I mean, I rolled in detox with a uh, skid mark on my nose and yeah. <laughs> carpet. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Carpet rash. From falling down, and uh, I look like Guy Ferrari. (laughs) For real, puffy and like bleach blonde. I told my mom, she, you know, when you people, uh, parents uh, of alcoholics talk about dropping their kids off, they're like, I barely slowed down when I kicked your ass out of the car. (laughs) Like, my mom was like, That was my mom. I said, I'm not going in here looking like this. She's like, Get
2: the fuck out of my car.
1: But anyway, um, (laughs) but yeah, so I was like, They don't care but I stayed and um because I was I was broken and and what got me there too was that I was standing there oh, the final my final day drunk I was standing there waiting for my sponsor I don't know I guess come and tell me it was gonna be okay <laughs> and I was standing there and I had my dog there and I thought you know this is I was looking in the bathtub and I thought and I was drinking mouthwash like i that's oh, yeah. the thing too it mm-hmm. would get me it gets me to the bottom too. I didn't even share that like I will drink aftershave. I will drink mouthwash I will drink I've drank it I've drank acetone nail polish remover <laughs> and yeah. I, hoping that I didn't give a shit whether it's stro- i had a stroke died or changed the way I felt like it it didn't matter wow. like i was it's Whew. like in Bill's story where he talks Makes about, about the, the, the 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 about to jump out the window, sash and all. And the terror was on you so bad yeah. that the hideous horseman, all that, that was that night uh, with the drinking, all those things were, uh, that was that just to, just to <laughs> let you know, but I don't, I'll do whatever it takes to feel different. And I didn't care if I died. And then from that, then I was standing there and the mouthwash wasn't working <laughs> and, you know, and I'm looking like, you know, stinking and like, breast milk good uh, (laughs) and i mean i thought i looked at my dog and i thought and that dog would look at me and go (laughs) you sorry i swear to god he did i bet he'd been through it with me god rest his soul he damn jeremy not again he's a big old brown pit bull yeah well i stood there and i thought you know i I I I'm I, this is where I'm gonna I, I want to slip my wrist like I'm gonna but then I was staying in someone's house and thought I don't want to leave a mess and deport the dog you know whatever it really was God telling me you don't need to you. you just go take care of your business you know yeah. what it was now looking back it right. was that little tap on the shoulder you know yeah. and uh, that's what that was my last day drunk and uh, I went into the healing place and did what they told me kicking and screaming not surrendering to God who I you know my higher power the universe whatever anybody wants to call it it's a, it's broad for me and um and I just kind of stuck around um and and took suggestions which uh, looking back I, I did it like half cocked and um but I'll tell you, at one point, my partner, he said to me one time, I was, like, always angry and saying, I want to drink. And I did. I wanted to drink. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to have to deal with anything. And and I, and he said to me, he was like, you're not trusting God. And really, from that point, I didn't. But I did a little more because I, I saw that he could, and, and it was working for him. And um, And then I just kind of... Kept moving from there and had, um, you know, moved off property of the healing place and had my job back again and, um, wasn't doing any meetings. I mean, I think I did one here and there, but sponsorship, um, none. I mean, I had one by name and, but I lived with sober people and worked with sober people and my friends were sober people. And, Mm. um, But I was dying in the solution. Pretty much, Um, the walls were closing in, and I started to get that anxiety, and I'd have a meltdown every other day. And then I got a little outside help, you know, um, in in therapy, and because I just once again want to do it my way, you know, like I'll figure this out, not just doing the what's outlined. (laughs) in the yeah, book right yeah I try
0: anything else
1: i'll do anything else I, i'll run to lexington if i have to but god forbid i go speak at a damn meeting yeah for yeah. real yeah like that's the real talk like i'll there were several times where i thought i'm gonna just go back out because someone asked me to to get up and say read the lord's pr- or read uh yeah. one how of the readings or how it works <laughs> I, i'll like, just go fuck back this i <laughs> <laughs> just get drunk you know, and that's it, insanity. Yeah. So what I did was always told on myself about it and stayed honest. Because I think that's what really, uh, that's what kept me connected somewhat to my higher power. I was praying. I was mm. still doing those things. Um, and got a little, like you had said earlier, we were talking earlier about yoga. And that's a mindfulness mm-hmm. exercise. Amen. Sure is. And I started some therapy and that was it was a dialectic behavioral therapy so it's just basically mindfulness and um which was really cool cuz it was like a, basically about like i don't control everything i can't control you loving me i can't control what people think about me and that those were the things that were eating my lunch on top of not being active in aa and um working on myself and once i started Really, the Age of Miracles group, doing that like and being involved uh, at least once, investing some, one, in investing it. in it, and um, you know, I was working more with my sponsor, starting to do you know doing a little more work, not a bunch more, but it was but I was getting more and more involved with people, in a and I had mine over here, but I got my own little set of AA's outside of my boyfriend and my my closest friends that I went through the program with. And um you know, I'm not a big sharer, but I started sharing a little bit and chairing was it would scare the shit out of me. Chairing or God forbid if someone asked me to give my lead, but really going and getting into the meetings and practicing a little bit.
2: Right. Yeah. You
1: know, and kind of giving up that i do have a story to share helped me to pad my sobriety yeah and um i um from then just i've always been a people person and um have fun with people and i'm a good friend and um but then that opened doors i I believe god placed people in, in my path amen yeah, and, yeah they do um like robin it's a big one um and I might tear up, but that's to me like uh, uh, a miracle because I have so many people that I can talk to Robin about anything, and yeah. she's like, "Oh my god, I know." And um, and sorry, no, it's just it's amazing. Man. I mean, I, that's to real, me, you know. You know, that's... like, and I will I do not um, hesitate to share my stuff. Yeah, because. It helps me to share it, and I know most of the time my crazy ass will help someone else, I hope, you know. Yeah. I, I believe that. Yep. And really just staying um plugged in, and I've now got, um you know, I've which is, this is funny, I, a new sponsor recently because I had one. And I just kind of outgrew it and we'll say that. And, um, then I got another one and I felt like it just didn't work out. And, but I, and, and I'm not condoning not having a sponsor whatsoever. So I want to be clear about that. However, I would share my shit with everybody that would listen and I would inventory that stuff and pray and, and was willing to have, to have a take on a sponsor if they, if God put them in my, in my path and, um, one came like it was just I was given my lead and it was just like oh there it is Yeah, but I'll be damned if I didn't pick that damn sponsor and she's like now listen here uh. and I'm like "Oh," and in my, my alcoholic mind you know I think I've got it and no I, I'll do I want to cherry pick <laughs> well this looks good I want yeah. do that. And, yeah. But I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And one of those things is teaching classes at the Healing Place. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. I do not want to do that. But here I go again trying to run shit. Yeah. You know? Yep. So it's like it kind of makes me have a relief to say, all right, whatever. It's like with the podcast. I didn't not was – extremely nervous like i usually am because it gets better for me each time oh yeah i I know what it's gonna feel like coming out on the other end of it yeah and it's a high and it makes you feel so much better um um but with that one thing i'm like damn i don't want to do that but i can do it you know and i just feel like it's it's the whole like open-mindedness mind-mindedness thing yep um and it is the higher power
0: putting you in places, you know. And so who am I say no, right? That's right. That's I always go, you know. I mean, I don't believe the accidents happen anymore. You know, something happens like that to me and I get asked to do something with <laughs> that. Yeah, but maybe I don't really want to do it. More times than not, the things that I don't want to do is where the most of the growth is going to happen oh to gosh, right? Because yes. that's, that's where I'm outside the comfort zone and I'm I'm getting asked to do something like that or, you know. I constantly beat the drum on to participate in my recovery. I just like that. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine, early on, before, I ever, before it ever stuck, I still remember it, and it's the gift he gave me, you know, and, and it was a little insulting, and I could have punched him, but because uh, I wasn't participating in my recovery, and he mm-hmm. wagged his finger in my face, and he said, look, it's this so simple. You must participate in your own recovery, <laughs> you know? And i like, yeah, fuck you. Right, You know, yeah. <laughs> I do the nup. Uh-huh. You know, I, I do. I don't <laughs> say that. You know, I My do. mind has been running around doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. The fact of the matter is, you know, I'm still taking pills. I'm sober. I'm not drinking because I could do the partitioning that we said, this is AA, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And say I can't do this other stuff yeah and uh and, and i walked that for a while but today i actually take that in you know the, the, some of the things that he i give him credit his name's happy He owns a meditation shop down the road here he said that to me you know and i still carry that now and mm-hmm. i'm in that and now and matter of fact it's become my thing because i you know, people will hear me say that you know and they they mm-hmm. credit dan for saying that yeah so, uh yeah you know, i've taken that on and those opportunities participate in my recovery you know mm-hmm. they get handed to me and then i'm gonna say no
1: yeah, i'm walking yeah, up then a i'm on the tightrope
0: when i'm starting <laughs> to decide what i'm gonna do and what i'm not gonna do when it comes to recovery
1: yeah 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 the um oh god i was there i'm having a brain fart it's okay um, there was a well the my new sponsor she said you can get she's like you want what i want well then do what i do if you want what you want do what you do yeah yeah and i was yeah. like oh well, that's like really yeah, it, doing it, it what seems you want to do, bound, you
0: know? know. When the guys are sick and stuff, and they're doing that, I don't want to stuff. You know, I mean, it is. It's just simple. You know, you, uh, doing what you want to do is what's got you where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, and you want to keep doing that. That part of the part of the whole third step decision is doing something different.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's at the crux of it. Yeah, doing it somebody else's way. I'm gonna do it that way, not my way. Just tell me what to do.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, this new sponsor, how long have you had it?
1: How long have you had her? <laughs> we, uh, she, let's see, for a week, a week a and a half. Really? I think a week, a little Brand week new. and a half. Well, cool. Um, you said something earlier about
0: outgrowing, you know, and actually, to, and this is another Scott Lee thing I've heard, and I actually think this, and I, I hope that my guys actually outgrow me. You know well, my greatest yes. hope is that my sponsors, my guys, outgrow me because then I've really done my job right. Mm-hmm. The higher power, I've been the instrument in the master's hand to the furthest stability that I can because I'm no longer of service to them.
1: They need to move on to somebody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. I mean, you know, my sponsor, the original one. I mean, I still love him. You know, he. um What you know, I can remember him telling me, "You need to get in that book," and I. I God, I'm not reading the book. It, you know, my I don't ex- like read. I don't like to read. <laughs> <laughs> my my experience with the big book in the beginning was, um, well, I'm all throughout it. So why do I need to read it? I, I'm, that's me, and and that is true. Uh, but he he he, I remember him telling me that, and I, I didn't want to do it, but I did. And uh, he was real like. Zen, and um, that's what I was attracted, uh, attractive to me. Because at one point he had a ton of money, and then he no longer did, and was okay with that. Mm. Um, so I credit a lot of my time with—I mean, getting me in the rooms—and and he was really there for me on some in some hard moments, uh, and actually told me some major things about my life that have come true. You know mm-hmm. that I thought no way he's just giving me lip service. Yeah, uh, but just what have you know he it, it just kind of got to where I did no longer wanted what he had, and to basically boil what it boils down to. Yeah, um, and then um we get wrapped up a lot about that you know and the ego gets
0: hooked up in and all that kind of stuff you know and it's and it's tough but you know. it's... Mm-hmm. It should be looser and freer to move, you know, and the flip side of that is I got to be kind of like same way with that. Take what you want and leave the rest. I got to be careful with that. <laughs> and I got to be careful a little bit about saying jumping from sponsor to sponsor. Cause I can, you know, one of the things I know I did in early recovery is I told you I was going to lots of meetings mm-hmm. uh, well, and, and lots of different meetings. Cause I wanted like, you know, I thought that you know, that I was gonna go around and get all this extra exposure by going to all the fact of the <laughs> yeah. matter I was doing to keep it from connecting at any one location by bouncing all the time. Oh yes. So I that didn't way think about I that, but that makes I, sense. Yeah, but I you know, I had this you know, I was up on this white horse telling you I was, you know, doing this really good work for me by, by going these long distances to go to meetings you know i'll go to a meeting in lexington tonight you know, that way nobody can get to know me right <laughs> they yeah. wouldn't tell you that but it took a while to look back and see what that behavior was yes so i gotta be careful about bouncing sponsors and take what i want and leave the rest kind of stuff because well, we'll
1: find a loophole yeah oh yeah we're our masters at that
0: <laughs> but that said <coughs> it's still me. a thing of you know to, we're not married to sponsors You know, and when it's time to move to another one or it's not working, you know, that needs to, in my mind, it needs to be made easy. You know, Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be something that uh, needs to have a bunch of drama wrapped around the fact that you are changing from this sponsor to that sponsor.
1: Yeah, and and, and two, what's important to me is, uh, and what's helped me a lot is, um, well, in all aspects of my life, is that, you know, to remain teachable. And that, or that there were never really there like we're never like there's never this like there i don't i just don't believe that now like i i just kind of um want to be open do i like everything that i hear no but i would like other people to be receptive to me so i'll be receptive yeah. and um and i feel like if as long as we are te- we remain teachable that we're going to have success mm. It's when you think you, for me, when I think I I know it all or I have it, which I don't. I really don't think I know shit, honestly. Yeah. The more I know, like the less I'm,
0: I think I know. You know, the further down this path I go, man. I'm less. I'm, I might be be digressing here. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I really. I mean, I tell people all the time, like I, I'm just a little hairdresser. Like I, and then of course, a lot of people are like, you're not giving yourself enough credit. blah, blah, blah. But in my That's mind, I do. Like I feel like. Boo. You know, like, because everything I, that has gotten me here is recovery-based, and other people helped me with that. You have to do what everybody told I'm me to do, doing, finally, you know? You know, any of this, and, which I found funny, too, is that my friend Beth, well, a friend of mine, she... used um, to first names, and nobody. Yeah, her my friend Beth, she um, she would always have, I mean, these things that would help me, these sayings, and, you know, light and polite, for fun and for free. A lot of them were, like, Alan on things and um or uh you know um look going around looking for the man with the bat you know and it's all these things that have helped me That like like peg what's going on with me at any given moment and i just thought oh my god she's a fucking genius (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like oh you know and she's like jeremy i just heard that from other people and they hey you know and but those things have helped me so much and and um and I know that that's been passed down. So there's always going to be someone to pass it to or something else passed. Yeah. So i think it's really, the
2: bat mean? Yeah, I've not So going that. around looking for the man I with the bat is
1: one. when really I get up and I'm in untreated alcoholism or I haven't, I've got a problem with me, you know, and I'm looking for either what you've done, what you've done to me, or like who's fucking with me. You know, trying to figure shit out, like, some who's the man with the bat? Because that's a bad thing for me, you know. And it take for me, it takes an arsenal. Recently at work, uh, my boss just put simply up on a a little bulletin: if any of you stylists are going to be in the salon, and basically outside of business hours, Sunday and Monday, which is me. There's no one else that does. I do hair on Sunday or Monday. On Mondays. Um, Please let me know. Text me. Thank you. Oh, well, I just went the, <laughs> the fuck off. But I <laughs> did. But I didn't there because the, the AA and, and all the program has taught me okay, you need to like process this, count all to 10, nice. and tell somebody else outside of the room. So literally that room. And I called my friend and I said, this is what's going on. And she said, hmm. She's like, okay, so maybe it is her. Or maybe that she's talking about you. But she just asked a simple question. And and if you don't like it, you know, you could always own your own salon. And I was like, oh, my God. I could not see. I was looking for the man with the bat. Like, I was going to get her. Yeah. I couldn't see past right here. Like, it was all in all my feelings. And that, to me, is my alcoholism. And if I don't watch that shit, I'll be drinking right behind that. Uh, but luckily, we have like people to keep us accountable, and yeah, she showed told me that. And I I'll be damned if that little bit of advice saved my ass because the next day I went in there, and I mean I had, I was gonna get up early in the morning and go in there and talk to her, mm-hmm. and I got in, I got up went to work and we're sitting back there and she in and the ball and I love my ball she said is this okay with you guys and I said oh yeah perfect. And then she started to give me some bullshit excuses why she put it up there. And I said, it's fine. No, it's good. And she's like, oh, okay. And, but to me, I was like, oh my God, that would have blown way. And that's been my life. Blown way out of proportion, placing myself in a position to be harmed. And being a victim and and all that. I I said
0: to somebody, when I still had that job, somebody come and talk to me. And I said to him, I said, well, fact of the matter is I, I sit, I sit, uh, it trains a circumstance in motion that I felt I didn't deserve <laughs> that came back. <laughs> and, and they're like, what are you? And that was what I did. You know, I got that ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that I'm the guy that stood behind it. And when I jumped around and it rolled over me, then mm-hmm. I got mad. Yeah. You know, I don't oh, know yeah. who had the bat or whatever, uh-huh. you know, who did that to me.
1: Yeah. And so it's just awesome to be able to kind of step back. And then, I, of course, I don't spend much time in the past. A little in the future, but not a lot of time in the past. But I look back and think, how many... So recovery's given me this. How many times was I just wrong in acting on emotion? Yeah. And not looking at really what was going on with the situation. And mainly with me, you know, in situations. Because I would, you know, always flip out on people, friends, uh, damage my own shit, you know... um, self mutilate you know all that stuff and it was really just kind of like i just needed to do the work you know and now i can do it and it's not always fun and sometimes i like that um dubious luxury of anger but but i don't spend as much time in it today yeah so yeah that uh i like today when i get an opportunity to grow now i will
0: first grow. Jump up, bad with you, you know. When I hear it, like I, my sponsor will put on, he likes to say I put, I'm gonna put my sponsor. We have become really good friends, mm-hmm. which has transcended that sponsor you sponsor relationship thing. Where the, we're like even on the on the seesaw now. At some level, we can actually be nobody's better, but he will put on his sponsor hat, and that's yeah. when I know he's you know now we've, we've turned the corner. <laughs> for today (laughs) for this moment yes and because he's i've said something that triggered him or whatever you know i said something that caught his attention and you know so i will i will get bothered by that at first you know but then i can come down today and go okay Mm -hmm. so what's up here and and hear the lesson and and figure out what to do and i know it's another growth opportunity for me where i can continue to do this thing if i thought there was a finish line down there Uh, i wouldn't like it I actually wouldn't like it, I don't think, because I need, I know today in in recovery that I need to continue to, like this bill says over and over again, continue, 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 continue. Mm -hmm. If I thought I was going to break through the tape down there, I'd start slow playing shit. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Because
0: I don't want to get to a finish line. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that it's possible, but yeah, (laughs) right. But I like the fact that I have more things going on it's not. You know, we had a guy, we've got a really, really tight support group in this group of guys. And we have a little app on here on the phone. It's a group me yeah and we stay in touch we're all in there we like it. so we celebrate victories we celebrate defeats we somebody's wife is on his ass you know he's got instant a <laughs> bunch of us to you, know, you think hey man i'm going to do this you know and you come in here and say that you know because you and everybody goes yeah maybe not or gives you some advice to bend and, and go a different direction we there's a guy in here and we allow newcomers to come in and we invite them to kind of take their temperature a little bit and uh, and he said, man, I just hate the fact that I'm going to have to do this the rest of my life. You know, we hear that all the time. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, you know, I love the fact that I get to do this the rest of my life. You know, what else would I be doing? What other? I've never had another tool that oper- that worked for me. You know, I had great parents. I heard you saying, you know, um, dad, you know, you bumped into him out here, mm-hmm. you know, he lives nice with man. me tonight. I get to give that back to him today. Yep. You know, uh, when I hit my bottom, I was right. Actually, i had been stealing pills in the neighborhood here. And got caught, and I was actually right out underneath of that tree one middle of the night, had been had been caught, and and I was running running, and I was trying to come back home, uh-huh. and the gal that was here that night had called my mom and dad, cause she didn't know where I disappeared to. And I was yeah. sitting underneath that pine tree out there not knowing what to do and he was walking with uh, buckets of glass down the path down that walkway right there, you know, and he said that stuff down and come sit down next to me, man, and put his hand on my knee, you know, and, and oh. comfort me and, and said, you know, let's you know, first you want to know, was I okay? You know, and here I was getting in trouble again. The last thing in the world I thought I was gonna hear from my mm-hmm. father was, Are you okay? Yeah. And actually that's not the truth. It's the disease was telling me I was gonna hear something else. Yeah. He was always consistent in his compassion for me. Uh, but anyway, I didn't, even as good as that upbringing, to circle back, even as good as that upbringing felt and seemed, I didn't get these tools on how to operate in life. Yes. It's designed for living stuff, you know, and now I have a set of tools that actually works. It's proven. I get to look around. and It's working for a lot of other people, too, so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's not a fluke. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not uh, something that just happens to be uh, working for somebody else. I'm not struggling until like, I get with it like I did with church struggle to get with those principles and that stuff you know i'm not this feels real natural to me uh and then flip side of that is i get to the payoff is getting to give this away to other people and watch it work for them yeah that's really where the proven point happened for me was when i actually you know because i still did that uh egomaniac with the inferiority, inferiority complex you know i thought that the tools was working for me and i was special because of that <laughs> yeah 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 uh, that come down when i was actually able to hand the tool over to somebody else you know mm-hmm. and another the day and you know and again i want to be real clear i try to make it real 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 clear that this i know this is not me mm-hmm. right yeah uh, this is this program and this power and this stuff working through me and i get to be a recip- recipient of the gift you know i got a uh, Four down the line, guy did a fist step with the sponsee the other day, you know, and I'm four years sober, you know, and it's a grand, grand sponsee or whatever it is doing the work, you know, and I'm watching this guy give it to that guy to give it to that guy down the line.
2: Oh, man, that's just magic,
0: man. I mean, how do
1: I get to do this?
0: You know, Uh, to have those gifts in your life and then and then that insurance you said something about padding something or you said something earlier padding my
1: uh, emotion well sobriety A. Yeah. but then of course emotional sobriety yeah. as to, well to to
0: build up that insurance policy mm-hmm. that makes sure that a drink doesn't look like a good idea <laughs> yeah but rob and i went to a concert last night a little barn concert it was a blast man uh mm-hmm. but you i did we sit there and we had a moment you know that if if we didn't have somebody safe there with us because I felt like we were the only two not drinking. And I know there probably was a couple others that weren't, but the vast majority were. And they were getting pretty loaded. And, you know, they had transitioned to uh, holding the wine bottle by the neck, you know, it was no longer in the cups and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can all relate, right? You know, and that's the cool thing is to watch it now. Yeah. But you'll, know, fact of the matter is, still alone, I can't be trusted in that situation. I can't trust myself in that because mm. it will start telling me. That nobody I didn't know anybody In that place man I knew her You know And nobody would know and, and so so I've seen, and I have the vision today and the knowledge and we can somebody, you know, to know that go someplace with somebody safe, we can keep each other on the cool. Not that we're risky. We're not walking around on the tightrope like we're right. going to fall off.
1: No, I totally but, get that.
0: But I need that insurance in my life. You know, I need that policy hanging on to my neck. Absolutely. And, and because those thoughts and then also the freedom to be able to express that and truth to somebody who's not going to judge me for it because you know if i tell some some people that you know they got me in the damn hospital again because mm-hmm. i'm just thinking that right you need oh, to go back yeah. to rehab yeah you know? <laughs> i didn't do nothing yet you yeah. know but we have this safety thing where we can talk and tell this insanity you know these goofy things that come to us you know this stuff that like your thing about work you know mm-hmm. you knew that said jeremy across top of it, it did. yes it did. It did. you know
1: <laughs> and, and I, like hot pink highlighter yeah and and, and we get <laughs> like, to go diffuse that stuff. yeah you know, and one that, and like that is a that's a that's a spiritual experience majorly for me yeah to have that opportunity to do
0: that. to do that you know i have a little thing that's that said i have to have to diffuse that energy the that negative energy in my life to the universe through safe people mm-hmm. and i get to do that in this program because i have a lot of people who aren't going to think i'm nuts when i bring them shit that's pretty nuts
1: yeah exactly <laughs> you get a little giggle out of them and yeah keep it moving yeah and then also the cool thing is
0: when i watch people we have these guys around you know and we get to stumble right i mean that's just part of it it's just the way you learn by doing uh-huh. you know but people will do these things you know and, and and they won't ask nobody in the front end you know they think they got it and they go to do something and uh and and it, and it, and it blows up in their face you know and all of us are like dude if you just said, just said hey something. man i'm thinking about doing this yeah uh, like no you know no, no don't do that don't do that stop maybe do this yeah you know uh but they get it you know and they get i think one thing that because we're around them and because of this thing and they're actually participating in it then the, the the consequences of that aren't as bad as they may have been mm-hmm. so they get to learn from the experience rather than die from it yes or yes. end up having some real major damage going on with it so uh yeah it's it's no, the the opposite of addiction is connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard, I heard that. that. I, I like that. Yeah, I heard that in a speaker again. I will preface that to the disclaimer that I know nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything I have a really good memory today, so people when I hear things, uh, I remember them. Yeah, today. yeah. So I, this stuff soaks into my brain, and I and I latch <laughs> onto it, and I can recall it later on. I almost have a got to be careful about that. A rain man almost ability with names and faces.
1: I have it on with faces. Oh the name's no. and it's it's getting better. Yeah, it gets a little yeah. It gets a, it like sometimes it, quickly sometimes. really trips me out how
0: how good I am remembering your name and your face and people. Uh, and it's just, just a gift I have. That, that is a gift to me with recovery makes people because yeah, feel because you see somebody really what, from week good, to week yeah. and they are new, you know, and you can walk up say hi, Jeremy, and you know mm, and and yes. remember who they are, you know. That's that the people in this program really do care, and I really do care. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just a gift. It's a way that I actually get to prove that to you uh but but remembering all that so i don't even think the guy who i heard that from um uh, i think it was on a ted talking and he was on joe rogan not too long ago i, mean, I can't remember johannes something or another was the, the one who said, said the, uh, uh, the the, of the of opposite of addiction, addiction of is connection, connection. yeah because that's what we do here we get you know the, we all isolated right mm-hmm. that's that's the flip side of this stuff it's
1: to, something else too about the uh connection and um being the opposite of addiction Um, is you know on top of being able to figure things out and kind of get out of your crazy it's the relationships too that we're able like to rekindle or see the truth in you know and uh, you talking about your father out there it really just struck a chord with me Um, because my dad I had a lot of resentment for years and uh, through working the steps I'm able I was able to see my part in those those issues that we had and my resentments. And um, he's such a sweet man. And he's really sensitive. And, mm-hmm. of course, now I know where that all that anger and control was coming from because he was scared to death. And um, and now, and he would do those things to I me. Mean, it kind of teared me up because he would kind of, you know, sometimes he'd be like, oh, son, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? But most of the time he was just hurting and just because right. we they were hurting because we were hurting. Yeah. And uh, we had I'm, the reason I bring that up is because um, my relationships are so much better today and I can I get so much out of them and, and not have them to make sure that I've got a pad like an, a, 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 like if I fall on my ass I can go home, you know, or get some money. And the other day we're sitting and he comes over to my we have him in my stepmom peggy over for um dinner <clears throat> and he's you know a good old boy woodworking all that and he's sitting there he says i just son i just think your place is darling <laughs> <laughs> and i was like uh, well, that's, that's thank you dad yeah. but my point in that it was just i'll never forget that and yeah, right, i would not yeah. have had that too cool <clears throat> i wouldn't have had that experience or to see him as a sweet little man yeah. honestly like it makes me feel good to feel like i'm not that i have something to offer him right and that he doesn't have to worry about me i mean what a load dad
0: is that they I don't mean. have to i mean all the worry that we put them through for so long yeah. you know and now like they can see and they can feel and they know it's real i'll tear up to you, uh, yeah that that he doesn't have to worry about me anymore right mm-hmm. you know so much so that you know, he i'm helping him now you know he right. lives here you know yeah and uh and, and, and it's amazing yeah you know, he don't have to go live by himself someplace my mom passed away a couple of years ago in recovery it's another one of my you were saying that so it transitioned me into the thought because we do the you know the general AA thing or the little thing says what it was like what happened and what what it's like now yes. you know so i always want to make sure that i'm like giving equal parts to everything as we do these things because of, you know it's obviously important where we came from and those first drinks and the, and other and the, and the things really important because what I get to hear here, and this is one of the gifts that I get by sitting on this side of the microphone, and I, and I can't really lock in with people at a speaker meeting or some other things the way that I can when I'm sitting here looking into your fucking eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, right. there's a difference between that. So you know, the everybody has the same thing before they ever take a drink. They knew it. You know, and it, after a little while, you know that that wasn't really what it was. You know, it looks like that. And when you're stuck drinking, it feels mm-hmm. like that's the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have our deal, whatever. It's our crescendo, our bottom, whatever brings us down and makes us actually turn the corner. But the other thing that I will, that, that like is almost a cliche in the meetings is, you know, it takes 40 minutes for a guy to get sober uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and he can't get like dad's coming <laughs> I don't know if he realizes he might look in the window Or he may come in and visit who knows what happened I'm not too worried about it to be honest with you Uh, 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 This is One thing I wanted to keep his podcast is real And not sterile
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, because
0: yes. I want it to be real. We're real dudes, right? Yeah, we're real absolutely. people, you know, and then you get, I don't want to sound like it's a <laughs> uh, something that's like, <clears throat> I don't want to overly produce it. I don't want to edit. Edit sucks, man, to have to come in here and do some things. One time there was acorns falling. They were hitting the roof, and it drove me nuts that they were falling out of that big tree <laughs> up there. I'm here trying to clip out the acorns. But well, he wants to go someplace, don't he? And the yeah, car's behind bars. him so we got a so that's like a new thing on the podcast too is that here we got to move a vehicle so my dad <laughs> who we were just talking about can go do what he needs to do oh. i try to do a little text when you come over and say don't block that right side of the driveway because my dad might want to go someplace oh and
1: i chose the the street because yeah. I, I, I always have an exit right yeah yeah so a lot of a lot of people that <laughs> come that over here do that drinking if i'm going somewhere people are drinking sure, it's, really it's that recommended started there yeah. like i have an escape yeah Uh, and then now i just kind of where's yeah gonna be the easiest to leave yeah
0: the one side of it is always i want people like to park in my driveway Mm -hmm. because i kind of you you probably put six cars in it or something if you need to but you know people end up getting blocked and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah, you know and we end up it's a dead end street so it ends up um getting kind of clogged up yeah but uh and so where i was going was that uh and this is something my sponsor had me do early on because things started happening for me in recovery. And I think it does for everybody. And I actually do the same thing with my guys today mm-hmm. that, that he said, hey, I wouldn't be able to remember later, you know, as they come along. So I started this thing and he, he and, and I maybe named it. We we're kind of like he goes, where did you get that shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But a miracle list. I started a miracle list of the things that happened to me that touched me in my life because of the results of my recovery. Because okay. if I don't make those notes and keep track of that stuff, I lose it you know i can't remember yeah and, uh, do you need something i want it i want it. you have a pen I'll say, i was like i'm gonna to
1: take the miracle list with me yeah
0: so, so like you just said one you know that thing to, so and you know some people might think that stuff is small but it ain't small to me so when Not my dad me. says that thing what you just said a minute ago that's mm-hmm. what triggered that thought of the miracle list those are the things that like my sponsor will say to me now when one of them happens and i share it with him He simply will say put that on the list yeah. and i have it in my phone you know my notepad
2: uh-huh
0: i have it and i actually use to the talk there's a you can go one of my podcasts is is about my miracles oh uh, okay uh there's one i just kind of was playing with the podcast theme mm-hmm. and i recorded it and the quality's getting better and i'm getting better at this and those old podcasts are not as good as i like them today but they you had to i had to start somewhere you yeah know? absolutely and it would never be good enough right yeah if i just kept on doing that i'd never do anything i'd continually polish and polish and polish <laughs> <laughs> and never do it never get to any fin- finish on it but that miracle list so like that's one of the things that i like to talk about is like almost always when i bring that up and like you have that that because you know, that's some of the things like that's a miracle when my dad sat there and he and you know to finish that he comes in, he sat down beside me, man, put his damn hand right on my knee and told me it's going to be okay.
1: Uh-huh. He said,
0: come on, and let's hit a shower, hit the sack, we'll deal with this tomorrow, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and I just like committed a class B burglary, mm-hmm. felony. You know, I didn't know it at the time when I'm sitting there, but I knew I was in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know how bad, because later that, that event had me stand in front of a judge down here that told me that I was going to go to prison for six to 20 years. <gasps> okay. And nice. Uh, yeah, from stealing pain pills, uh-huh. uh, and and that's what happened. That was my basically my bottom. Now, that was six months before my current sobriety date because okay. I was going to court, and I continued to drink. Yeah. I yeah. didn't tell anybody. I was playing sober. Right. You that's know? right. <laughs> uh, but that gets beyond those miracles, and documenting was very important to me because now I've got a big old list of them. Mm-hmm. You know, this podcast is one. Yes. I mean, Who would have thought I was going to get to do this, you know? Yes. Um, yes. yeah yes well right and in, in may i do this men's retreat i got this place out in the country and again i will preface this with this ain't me dan is not capable of doing all this uh-huh. <laughs> the power that does this is what does this uh in may i will host my sixth men's re- recovery retreat down in my place in the country oh, and who man. the fuck gets to do that i'm four right. years sober i'm gonna be doing the six one of these things man and so there'll yeah. be 25 30 guys come down and we camp we eat i got a nice log cabin down there actually got a couple cabins down there how i get to have all that too it's more of the miracles and stuff but uh and we swim and we fool around kick around four wheelers and nice and, and yeah and it's a blast Oh uh, you can come if you want to awesome uh so I get to do these things, these miracles that pile up. So that's where I wanna go. I wanna make sure that we spend some time, because I know you have some. Mm-hmm. I know you got, everybody does that comes in here, ends up with these things that, uh, and I think one of the problems is, that it, it's, I guess it's not a problem, but one of the things I see is that we discount this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I was talking to Robin's dad, you know, and he was telling me some magnificent story. He's been sober for a long time. It's never a cool thing, you know, that hell, I should put that on the damn list. <laughs> uh, is that sitting there talking to him, and he's sharing something with me that like is pretty much blowing my mind, right? And it's just normal. He's just talking just just like, you know, well, you know, you know, this wasn't the story, but you know, well, Superman flew down and he landed in my backyard and he walked over and he oh, asked right. me if I wanted this big <laughs> pot of gold. And I said, <laughs> sure. And he got up and he took over and he brought this of pot of gold and set it down and he left. And then, uh, well, did I tell you about, you know, he moves on to something else. And you're going,
2: That's like, hold on, stop.
0: Uh, because we begun we I think it's somewhat in this recovery deal we be, we we begin to expect, you know, this stuff happening, You know, people's uh went on a cruise with my current wife and my ex wife came with us.
2: Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody
0: else would be going like, What? you know, but that shit happens here.
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean I god where would i even start with miracles um well i mean it, i used to think so when i first went into the healing place and you would hear a lot of the speakers a lot of the things would be uh, monetary mm-hmm. miracles of a flat screen tv <laughs> 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 or my uh cadillac like with rims you know 20s on it or you know things like that and you know and I I'm won't discount silly, but that's t-
0: and I won't discount that stuff either because I don't think you know I'm uh, you know material things can be uh, no part and of they the gift are good and, too.
1: and yeah absolutely like my Bot- Botox I got last week <laughs> but no I um one of the main so what is in my growth I've realized um what I find as miracles are different now I love being able to uh, buy what I want or have that um, uh, financial insecurity <laughs> removed from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but a bigger thing for me is that I I have these like aha moments all the time with, um, so recently I've taken over finances for my great um, aunt my mm-hmm. who is one of us and has um, kind of um, stumbled into uh, Alcoholic dementia, early alcoholic dementia, and so I've had to be the one to. The, I'm the one that ha, this is a miracle. I'm the one that has the the mental capability to, to take on right what that is to be done. Yeah, that's exactly right. And um, I would say get to. I oh, get to. Right. I get to. Well, and and it's you're right. I mean, I I was like really. I I really didn't want to, but now having done it and. Mm-hmm seeing where she is and and how appreciative and um how now like it makes me feel better and it makes me feel good because i know she feels okay and yeah. i don't i can honestly give my mom a rest and she doesn't have to do all the, the things and um so those kinds of things are miracles for me yeah. i mean i have several Absolutely. every day I feel like Absolutely. that's the remaining Teachable. It's also being open to seeing those miracles. When I, you know, driving here and seeing... To me, it's a miracle that I'm not going the opposite way down McDonald. Right. Uh, it, it, for me, it's a miracle um, being able to process a situation uh, instead of re- being reactive to it. Yeah, um, respond to things. Having a normal relationship and, and <laughs> well... It It a normal. <laughs> but I mean, I have to Careful, work, at, have to out work that. at that, you yeah, know, yeah. but it's, but I still, it's, I, I think it's a miracle that I'm sitting here, um, that, you know, if, for me, even a, a miracle that I can see miracles in my life.
0: Yeah. Um, That's a cool one. you know, yeah, just and, to be aware of the miracles that are happening around you, because the fact of those was, is that there were miracles happening around me before, right?
1: Oh yeah. Well, but I couldn't but totally see them. Off. Yeah. Totally blocked off from the sunlight, you know. And yep. when people would say all that stuff, I'd be like, oh, God. <sighs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> or when people would share, it's a miracle that the the obsession has been removed. Because my sponsor just asked me today, has the obsession been removed from you? In other words, she did. But um, I said, you know, yes. Absolutely. Yep. It may be, like, fleeting, but it's... it's and um, it's a miracle that my dog just had surgery and... I have 20 tramadol, which is nothing, but honey, when you've been sober for four years and you, you swallow all those just to, when I would swallow them just to have some relief, you know, I don't think about that now. Like my boyfriend and I joke about it. Yep. Don't take those pills. You know, I'm checking on you, you know, but it's, the fact is, we don't want that because it's a miracle we're, we're, um, content with where we're at and, that is none. That is not us. That's doing the next right thing and taking suggestions and um, just being honest. Yeah. Um, I, you know, as far as like other miracle. Well, I taking care of my animal. You know, that was one thing too. It was a miracle that I waited until I knew, like I really was honest with myself on whether or not I. Would take care of my animal because my last two, I, t- I shared earlier about my dog, he because he knew he'd been through it, like he'd been through all my shit, you know. I and they don't have do- doggy Allen on. Oh my god, and they don't. Now they're both dead, but you know they're if they're they're in a better place and they had a good life. Yeah. Uh, but I, it, it's a miracle that I, I it was selfless enough for a minute to be like okay. Do you want to take care of this dog? Do you want to walk down steps every night when he has to piss? Are you going to sling him across the floor when he pees in the floor? You know things like that. Because that's things I would do. Yeah. Because you're putting me out. You're getting on my nerves. Yeah. And um, and now it's like you know, it's a miracle that I I I have that dog and he's my little baby, and it, I get to take care of him. I get to. Yeah. Uh, and um. I don't know, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time uh, thinking, wow, um, this is awesome, in the be- in the first year, I was kind of like, is this it, or, oh, fuck this, you know, but now, you know, it's more of, this is, it's amazing, you know, so, um, i'm gonna happened. have to take you up on this miracle list thing
0: though because that's yeah do some thinking on it and meditate on it miracle like, list, like, and, and gratitude think what, list. yeah because i mean it's a good thing it's that's what this is to me it's like a longer term gratitude list in a way
1: mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. it's a
0: similar kind of concept it's a bunch of stuff that uh, i know would happen to me yeah had i not been uh in recovery i got sponsee calling i got to do not disturb on <laughs> and i know when it starts ringing like that that means he's hit back to back you know but i think i know what he's doing so he's, and he also knows I'm doing this. So is his ass on fire? No, okay. I, uh, I guess I could just say he's doing his, he's doing a very volatile, important to him amends today. Oh, that's important. Yeah. 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 And so uh, I don't know. I, I thought, I'm sure it was going to be later because he's telling me that he's going to try to get it, try to schedule it for about seven tonight. <laughs> so, but <laughs> he's a fun.
1: He wanted to get in there and, you know, get, it, get it going. <laughs> uh this will be a first two hang on
0: hey man uh is it really important <laughs> all right that is awesome brother okay i'm in the middle of po- this is actually in the podcast man uh don't worry about it, man it's perfect things work out you know me things work out exactly the way they were supposed to work out today man well cool we'll all be praying for you call me and let me know do you got any questions okay cool call me after all right
2: bye
0: <laughs> that's fun so that's Everything another okay? get to you know yeah everything's good, good. It, well, and i just guess i can just speak freely on it you know? one of the things is when a guy goes in to get ready to do his men's i want him to call me because i want to know that so like i'll send some juice to him man i'm gonna do uh-huh. a little prayer here and say you know send some stuff through the universe to support <laughs> this guy you know and uh and we do that and then when he gets done he's got to call me back immediately because A's he's going to share the juice with me about how cool it was uh-huh. or if it does go bad man get with me quickly so we can like get that band-aid on there really yeah, fast yeah, so that, uh, so. but that hardly I don't ever I never have really had to deal with a one go bad
1: I don't know that I've ever heard of well, I'm sure it has yeah
0: oh it. I'm sure they do but I like not, my, right. I've had some <laughs> iffy ones nothing too bad and, uh, and and I've never had to deal with it you know I've never had to, like a Emergency on a on a sponsee side of things. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed with that too. It's another get to. I get a, I got I got I got a fantastic bunch of sponsees, and God just keeps on putting more of them in line, man. And it's a blast. I love, it. <laughs> I love it. You know, I have, I have them call between four and six usually. That my windows when I want, you know. And I get a little bit flabbergasted at times in when that just is just boom 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 boom. Oh boom. wow! Sometimes I feel like I've spent two hours on the telephone. uh that's but a, a it's good thing cool man you, i get like, to look do at that. it
1: though and have a window of time and you get to look forward yeah because
0: you know and if there's an emergency or something's going on you know, call me text me anytime right mm-hmm. uh and, and and you can text me too but you will call me uh and then once they get down the <laughs> pipe a little bit too and it do not have to be a everyday thing anymore you know but some guys choose to i talk to my sponsor every day just yeah about. I mean, well like you Sundays know my sponsor know. Her,
1: you know she's like that too it's it's i'm gonna need to talk to you we're not, you're not just going to call me when your ass is on fire, which is what I've always done right. with others. That's
0: yep. yeah, a rule for me. I have ground rules when I sponsor a guy, and that's one of them. You will call me every day, and you're mm-hmm. going to call me in this window. Now, if this window don't work real well, we need to look at it in our window. I'm open to negotiation <laughs> But Some of this is getting some, um, uh, you know, taking direction, right? Yes. Get some discipline you, in my we, life. We Can I do it. something every day at the same time, right? Right. <laughs> you know? uh, and and start, start doing something somebody else's way.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's like a, when we uh, we get in the healing place, and people talk about it being brainwashing. And I need to be brainwashed. Need to be washed. Uh, you know,
0: speaker tapes did that for me really well. Helped mm-hmm. me wash that brain and change that thinking mm-hmm. pattern by putting something else in there all the time.
1: Uh, you know, reprogram, rewired yeah. some stuff. Re- Another thing, my sponsor, well, that she has me do that we've obviously this week is give like a when I text her in the morning and give her a goal a short term goal a goal for that day that's a doable one
2: and something yeah and
1: then co- achievable and then call her later and talk about it no journal about it which I, that's another thing but I'm going to do it i don't like to journal but i'm going to do it cuz i you know i, I want to stay sober yeah and i want to be able to hopefully give it to someone else i don't have any sponsees um right now and um but but then to call and 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 I think that's a another miracle to be able to do that and yeah. and actually follow through with it or even here's a bigger thing like remember it yeah <laughs> right you know so that's a I think that's gonna be a fun little or it has been so far and I've been yeah. able to do that
0: yeah so, that window of calling time is a little way that I got you know that thing you, we still had to do some self care some yeah other things, you know and if I just like. Uh, <laughs> just let them calls i need to know i'm also i mean i don't know and it seems like another alcoholic trade i'm not sure if it's just human or whatever i need a little routine around my life you know oh yes so uh, you know i like need to know that i expect these folks are going to call in this window flip side of that is like if it's at 9 30 I know something is up when the phone rings and that's going
1: on. It's not yeah. just uh, so that gives you a little, yeah. yeah I kind of
0: shift gears, and another thing is, you know, by the time the evening comes around, I'm usually out of energy, and I really do. I take this this little role of the sponsor thing fairly seriously. You know, I want to make sure that I'm giving, I'm able to give a guy the energy that uh, that it deserves. I don't want to be found like I'm falling asleep on the telephone with it, dude. Yeah, know? yeah.
1: <laughs> like, what'd you say? I think that's great that you do that. Yeah. At that I got time. a sponsor
0: that's taught me some stuff that, uh, it's another, it's a miracle, this thing mm-hmm. the guy, the guy never sponsors anybody. It Didn't look like, <laughs> and I wanted him cause I heard what he said. And I heard what, I wanted what he had and because of the way he was sharing. And, uh, uh uh-huh. well he, right yeah and he and we did a thing in my home group where we could raise hands anybody's available we believe in sponsorship is the key to this thing and uh-huh. uh anybody willing the sponsor a guy raise your hand and i like that man because now i don't have to go up and worry about being rejected right yes uh, so you raised your hand there's a fair chance you're at least going to be open to sponsoring me you know <laughs> right. this guy never did raise his hand he never did man never did never did and i told you i was How going to you- court all the time yeah. And, and 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 I would drink. I would go to court and I would drink the rest of the day. Man, I get try to hit that sweet spot where you didn't have no leftovers by the end of night, but you could get thoroughly smashed and just oh, yeah. get rid of all the evidence. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> playing that little game. Oh, yes, <laughs> You know, everybody knows that game, right? Be uh, in the morning <laughs> don't have any, But yes. Yeah. And uh, and for whatever reason, you know, it never, never did occur to me like dump out the extra. Right. I uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean yeah, I, y'all agree, agree with that too, yeah, so likewise, you know I, but anyway, I was doing that, and uh, our means was on Tuesday and and my court date was on a Tuesday, and I didn't get smashed that day. I mm-hmm. couldn't do the drowning that guilt, shame and remorse all day long. and uh, I walked in that meeting and we do a little burning desires And anyway, I got a burning desire and that day I had one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, let these guys in on for the first time. I let them in because otherwise, I'm walking in there telling them I'm fine, I'm okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm, yeah, man, I'm good. You know, I was a long way from freaking good, man. And I finally ended up telling these guys the circumstances of what I was done. I'm sitting here going to court for this stuff. And I just poured it all out, you know, and the group does what the group does, and they come around me and and shared. and, you know, if you're in prison, we'll come visit you, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. "Yeah, You will not. (laughs) But directly after that meeting, that guy that I've been chasing for a long, long time, and I'd already started looking to see who was going to be on the second string or who I'd pick because, you know, know, I am that special, right? I need that (laughs) special sponsor. He walked up to me at the end of that meeting and said, I'm going to sponsor you. Oh man, that's yeah, great. And I still remember walking out that church that night knowing. And then you know, the other thing I see is, you know, as my as I further I get down the path, you know, not only is my future becoming clearer, mm-hmm. my pa my past is coming clearer too. Mm-hmm. I can see some stuff back mm-hmm. there that oh I can yes, see as well, yes. you know. And, uh, and some of that gets mixed up, right? I think I knew it, but I really didn't at the time. But I did walk out of that building, and I still remember walking out of the back doors of those churches and looking up to the sky, whatever that, you know, I don't have no idea what this higher power is. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's really up there or not, but that feels good to me. Yeah, right. Uh, me too. I looked up. It's, it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked up knowing that, you know, this guy coming into my life and sponsor as he never, you know, like I said, the sponsor, in my list it says a sponsor that never sponsors anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Chose yeah. me that's awesome. that day. that's a yeah. that's a miracle yeah yeah and he's given me just a really good way to give this stuff away man uh, it's it's, uh, we, it's it's just a really effective way to work these steps and and some of that stuff is little little things you know that's not in a big book call me between four and six or whatever mm-hmm. when he told me you're gonna call me every day and he said i'm willing to so just to, i don't want to go real long on this but when he said i want to sponsor you but oh. you got i'm all got some ground rules he said, you're going to call me every day between one and three. Do you have a big book? I said, Oh yeah, I got a big book. He says, Is it heavy writing in it? And I said, Yeah. And he goes, Get a new one. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh man, mine's it, tore up. Yeah. And he walked down this thing, and and when he you know, he said you to call me every day between one and three. So the next day I called him at two o'clock because two o'clock is exactly between yeah. one and three. Yes. So yeah, and then yeah. At some level, the rest is history, because I just did what, it, I, was, I was folded up. I didn't have, when we said earlier, I was backed into a corner, I didn't have anywhere to go. Right, yeah. I didn't have anywhere to go with prison, it looked like. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this stuff like that house, mm-hmm. and my kids, and, and this place in the country, and all that stuff. Everything, my 20-something year job, all that was gonna fold up. And I, I didn't have any more escape routes. I did have more safety valves. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, and I didn't think it would work, and I would listen to this crap this guy was telling me to do. And in my head, I'm going. That's bullshit. That <laughs> yeah. is not going to work. What do you mean? Go get a picture of myself when I was a little kid and find when the lights were on in my eyes and these little exercises he had me do of going back and finding the little kid and watching when the lights were still on in my eyes, like they're back again today. Yeah. You know, but they're serious of pictures where the those pictures I can go look at those teen years and stuff. Their their eyes were black. They were gone. The lights were out. I wasn't even using it. Mm-hmm. And the lights were out. And now I know what the event is It turned to really stepped on my spirit. You said something about, you know, somebody was, but what stepped on my spirit changed mm-hmm. that. Oh yes, yeah. So sure. he gave me those little exercises. That I call yes. bullshit on you know. But mm-hmm. I walked and did mm-hmm. what he told me to do, and then the next thing you know, I start having these things happen. You know, I was almost home, home incarceration for a year instead of going to prison. Yeah, a uh, whole lot of different things. God,
1: this. thank uh, God. Yeah. yeah. Well, interesting. We you're talking about the going to the twelve steps with that gentlemen it's my sponsor she we're gonna go she gave me this book that we're gonna go through the steps as joe and charlie see it Mm -hmm. i guess yep Yep. so that should add something new that should be interesting
0: probably joe and charlie probably resurrected the steps from best i can tell from my a little bit of student to this stuff too that Uh people were kind of like not really doing the steps for a while in a way oh really not it kind of yeah and joe and charlie's them that when they started doing those tapes and started bringing that back up it actually resurrected. Some of that was actually directly. I think uh, Burns Brady will say that in his talk.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That that they dropped that last name. Uh, my <laughs> buddy Shane, which I won't say his last name, he'll he'll get a joke out of that. We we now we're using that almost as a funny thing. We'll just like greet each other by saying Burns Brady. <laughs> Burns Brady, you also. <laughs> uh, he will. If you listen to his talk, he'll talk about how that that Joe and Charlie tapes is what brought the steps the actual work because he will say just doing that three-step program or whatever that was you know that i don't mm. know he said one two and twelve or something or <laughs> i don't remember even remember what he says you don't remember <laughs> uh, but but it wasn't doing the whole thing and joe and charlie so that'd be good that's a uh, that's really
1: cool it should be interesting yeah
0: yeah and you can always like open up that's everything that's Different things, the different ways available to do this stuff. That's like getting a new teacher, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. the same thing we were talking about earlier. You yeah, know, rem- like rem- remaining teachable. To get uh, like another thing that Bob Darrell is where the first person I heard another AA speaker circuit guy. There, I did his last name, but he does it on tape, so I'll do it too. He <laughs> says, uh, he says a set aside prayer, and he does. Have you ever heard that? Praise to uh, set aside everything I think I know about the steps, everything I think I know about. Uh, what's he say he says aside everything i don't th- think i know about you everything i think i know about me everything i think i know about the steps uh everything i think i know about this higher power for a new experience in the work you know mm-hmm. to try and say okay everything because my biggest key on whether if you're going to be able to do this or not is if you start answering me with i know oh you know <laughs> i know i know i know Yeah, this is, we need to get you to a spot of you don't know.
1: I'll tell you another Uh, thing that really helped me from that friend of mine who I thought was just like, oh, was a prayer of just saying, getting on my knees and saying, well, for starters, help me. But also show me what you want me to see. Yes. That's been a major helper for me because I, you know, what I see is everybody getting at me and, you know. Um, and that really did clear, like, a pathway for me to kind of sift through all the trash that I would see. And I don't know. I just wanted to share that because I, I love that. Yeah. That and is. it's kind of the set of—it kind of runs
2: parallel with the set of, it the of, set of thing. Side, yeah. I feel like. Right.
0: Yeah. And you don't want to do this. I say, you know, uh, say what we need to say. <laughs> you guide us. You know? Yeah. I don't know what we need to say here. Uh-huh. Uh, you help us say what
1: we need to say
0: mm-hmm. today.
1: Real quick, and this is off—not really offset. Was it you that said it wasn't you that said, earlier in the meeting? It was shared how someone got up and shared how, or that how they prayed was they would wake up and say, "I'm wrong." Was it you? No. Did you hear that shared today? That's so funny. That's another one. Yeah. Wake up and just saying, "I'm wrong." Yeah, we was talking that. <laughs> so another circus speaker. Good morning. I'm Jeremy. I'm an alcoholic, and I'm wrong. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Keith Lewis is another speaker, and he talks, in his about his, his sponsor told him to go, and, and he says it real funny. He says something about it, like go to the other girl and get uh, some lipstick. He said, "No, on second thought, uh, go to the store and get some lipstick. <laughs> you know, like, don't don't be messing with these girls in here." <laughs> uh, but it hang right on his bathroom mirror. Keith, you are wrong. <laughs> And, and so he said he would wake up in the morning and his head be racing with all the different crap you know and all you know and he goes through a little thing like uh well now you're late and you're going to get fired and you know, oh yes and, and now how are you how you going to pay your bills if you lose your rabbit hole and so then he drag his ass into the bathroom and he'd look at him and go keith you are wrong <laughs> and he's like oh simple okay, good simple little things you know yeah yeah but well cool man uh so what at the end of this do you have a I stole this from another podcast guy. We do a concluder. So if you or you know, we are at an hour and 45 minutes, which mm-hmm. this thing like time flies in here. Yeah. Another little, little funny thing I found, I bounced against a wall of about two hours of being as long as most people are willing to listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's about as long as a podcast if I, that I can upload at a time okay. using my free podcasting service nice. that I use at the moment. It's uh-huh. not a big deal. Um, but any final thoughts, anything you want to share on the uh, Steve Renella is my f- I hunt uh-huh. I really don't I pretend that I hunt
1: uh, I dress in camouflage And climb up in trees And read books Oh my but, god uh, <laughs> <laughs> My dad's building a, a, a he shed Or something like that A man to came hunt out, out oh. To hunt out of yeah. At his property yeah. yeah And he's so excited I'm yeah, like That
0: is fun Yeah
1: i like. You know, I'm just I just roll my eyes as a joke
0: yeah uh, <laughs> i grew up doing it. it's a heritage thing for me he's going to the woods too. and doing this and i still love the outdoors and i realized yeah you know that's i was getting is. ready to say the same thing i realized what i was chasing that whole time was that solitude and that meditative oh, state yeah. that i do when i go out in the woods and i sit and be quiet and i watch the squirrels come by and the skunks mm-hmm. and the to me that's and amazing that kind of stuff
1: and to, to see that people can do that honestly yeah. my dad does it gets up in the at the crack of dawn and i'm like and drives all the way out there to the land yeah, that's why he wants a place see we got a we got know, a camera yeah.
0: a really nice log cabin in our place you know so oh yeah so that's nice so you just get 15 minutes before it's time to go out you know you don't have
1: to do the whole drive and mm-hmm. get a little ritual in the morning yeah. and do go do your yeah yeah and, it's uh,
0: and i've <laughs> turned the channel you know we built that place on a lot of dope and alcohol man and uh and i've changed the channel down there and now i do these men's retreats down there and stuff. that's and amazing sober stuff yeah. and we're doing all that and it's uh it's changed the place. But where uh, I got back to that is Steve Rennell always goes around the table at the end of his podcast and says, uh we have any concluders. <laughs> he says concluders. And I give a chance to uh see if there's anything we got that last final
1: thoughts. I uh no, I just wanna say thank you for having me on the the podcast i doing the show. Of it, man
0: because see then I, that's that's other things that happens here and this what's cool see sometimes i have a friend here with me right that i don't that i already know you know uh-huh. i've done this with some sponsees and stuff you know and that's yeah. cool but the other like collateral benefit you've heard the collateral damage oh yeah i like the collateral benefit, benefit that i get in yeah. my life today from doing this stuff that i don't expect that i make a new friend right
1: right you About know right is that there, too man. freaking cool man <laughs> absolutely so yeah i've enjoyed you being here um, yeah, it's uh, thank you so much, it's been really cool, to, and I'm glad that we are all here. And
0: Rob and Krista, either one of y'all want to say anything on the mic before we get close them off? Did Krista, got anything? Well, yes, you got to get up here close to the microphone to all talk because right. we got, uh, Krista i didn't mic celebrating,
2: um, four months
3: today. Oh, right. yeah, right. right. that right? yes.
0: Heck yeah, that you is. I got chips? Continuous this
3: time. Continuous, actually. Nice. <laughs> yes, day yes. and
1: night. Yeah. That's why I've
0: had to have chips left in here, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've made some wooden ones. Oh, that'd oh, be one cool. Out. I'll show you something in a minute. Yeah, some wood chips.
3: Jeremy, thanks for coming out. Thank I you love for having you. me.
0: I love you too, honey.
3: Mm-hmm. That's all I got.
0: All right, so all right. my sponsor always did this one, and so I've just stole this from him like I've stole all, everything I know, and he says when he closes out on my phone calls, he says, peace out.
3: Peace out. Always tried to be just who they want. Always tried to do everything they said. Only did the things they would approve of. You locked away all the dreams inside your head. Year after year, you tried to be a good girl. It never failed.